tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> I've never heard it. <laughs> Hey guys, and welcome to another Secrets and Lies After Show. Tonight we're going to be recapping Season 1, Episode 5, The Jacket, hence that lovely song by Cake. Get it? The Jacket, (laughs) short skirt, long jacket. And before we dive into that, be sure you guys are subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. You can also catch all of our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. So subscribe, download, rate us, you name it. I'm Lauren Salon, and I'm joined tonight by Chelsea Breach. Chelsea, how's Hi, it Dawn. going? Hi, guys. Cool. And where can everyone find you on Twitter? Uh, C-B-R-I-C-H-E. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Lauren Salon. That's S-A-L-A-U-N. And while we're talking about Twitter, be sure you guys are tweeting to us during the week. We want to hear what you guys think, who you guys think's the killer, all that stuff. We love talking with you on but Twitter. But who is the killer? Yeah. Who did it? <laughs> who did it? Question every week. All right. So let's dive in. Let's Tonight's episode started with Ben and Christy getting a little frisky. Like, oh my God. I was like, this is... A, this is super hot, and B, like, we can throw some scandal and some actual love into this, and I got way too excited. I know, I was like, oh, it's about about time, they're gonna (laughs) get down together. And she was not Yeah, well, she started it, and then she kind of, I think, got, you know, the mental side took over, and she was like, wait, this is too weird, I'm not ready for this yet. Cut. Cut. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I was I so disappointed. I and at first, I was like, it's totally because she's so scarred from him cheating. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, definitely by the end of the episode, my mindset changed because I think she is the one cheating. Right. And she was just so inside of her own head and couldn't sleep with her own husband. So. Yeah, I know. And I, I was actually reading an article, um, an interview with uh, Katie Strickland, who mm-hmm. plays Chrissy, and she said that... Christy has a reason to feel like a woman right now. I'll leave it at that. She has many reasons to need to revisit who she is and her powers and prowess as a woman. So that's very suggestive with maybe, you know, could be why she's buying the lingerie or, you know, putting the moves on Ben or why she could potentially be having an affair. I I hope she's not. I mean, I I mean, I think she is. Yeah, maybe I'm it wrong. It seems so much like I, she I, is. well. Here's the thing: they keep they turn it on us all the time, so I right. can see her definitely not having an affair, and but some how, some other secret is going on. Maybe that's true. They've, everyone's got so many secrets and so many lives going on. Yeah, I, I don't know why I make these strong opinions. Like she's not, she is. He's not, he is. But Ugh. like, because every time I say that, I end up swallowing my own words. But right now, I'm going to go with Christy as having an affair with a client. Yeah. How many times can you say I'm going out with a client? Right. Like, She's always it. going to meet a client, which, to be fair, when you're working in real estate, you know, you right. do have lots of meetings and it is 
face-to-face stuff with people who are either buying or selling homes. Totally. But she, it's always a little fishy, you know? She has these phone calls that sound a little too friendly mm-hmm. and... You know, she's like, oh, I have a dinner with a client or we're going out to celebrate. Totally reasonable if you've just sold a house right. or your offer got accepted if you're buying a house. But when Ben later in the episode goes and kind of confronts her at her office, you know, we I think we both thought that she was going to get caught in the act I was like, or something. Going I was to like, the office. oh, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> What's going to happen? And she doesn't. You know, she's just there like doing normal work. Mm-hmm. But then that night has... A meeting with a client. It's like dark out. Right. here. Here's the thing. It is winter, you, so I mean, it gets dark <laughs> earlier. It could just be 5 o'clock. But I don't know, especially in that line of work, I don't know how many late night showings you're doing. You know, you're not showing right. houses or clients' houses at night. And, you know, little things when he called to see if she needed to be picked up. Mm-hmm. And he heard the man's yes. voice in the background. She's like, uh, I gotta go. Yeah, he's like, Christy, let's go. Which yeah. isn't really how you talk how to client your client. Right. Or you're, you know, somebody that totally. is working for you. And just the way that she says, with a client. Like, it's yeah. just, I don't know, it's super fishy. Maybe she has another secret, but... Well, because Ben also says, well, does he know that this he's mm-hmm. just a client? You know, this guy that's got you these earrings and is taking you out to nice dinners and you right. keep meeting with. And, you know, when she was telling him that, when they were at the house, I believed her. You know? Did you? I, I did up until kind of the end. Mm-hmm. It was more at the end when I started feeling a little suspicious because she the wasn't, phone yeah, call Yeah, she wasn't on stuff. the defense. Like, I mean, she kept throwing out because it's a client, but it's not like she's putting walls up or making him feel super secure that, you know, there's no way that I'm having an affair. Mm-hmm. She just kind of would say with the client, and that was all she had to right. say. There was no reassurance behind exactly. those words. Exactly. It's always so di- dismissive mm-hmm. with a client. Done. End of Done. conversation. Of you should tr- trust me with just that yeah. that much. But you know, I'm thinking like if if you're in that pers- position and you're not having an affair, you might be like, okay, well, here's this opportunity for you to drop me off at work because the car's in the shop, and maybe if right. the client's there, you can you can meet him. Right. No big deal. Right. No, it's it's all so fishy. Yeah. Very very fishy. What do you guys think? Is Christy cheating on Ben? I don't know. Yes, no. Yeah. And then also in the beginning of the episode, we see Maddie, who is the neighbor who I'm not sure what um, what his condition is. Yeah. Maybe he's autistic or what's going on. But he, you know, uses his iPad to communicate and, you know, is is not fully functioning in that sense of, like, being able to interact with everybody mm-hmm. in the way that you would expect. Um, and so Maddie's out alone. And kind of in the woods and so Ben goes to try and get him to bring him home and right. of course Ben stops the car and starts chasing after this kid and you're like Ben right like no I don't running know no kids one on one whenever Ben runs nothing good happens right like just go on a treadmill inside you can't be Stop running, running in the woods yeah. so during this chase Maddie runs down to the water and drops a bloody blue sweatshirt, which is I what... Mean, hello. Right? Why is he carrying that anyway, you know? Right. And what, what and exactly is, is going on there? why is he trying to hide it? Right. Because it seems like he, at, at some level, definitely is trying to conceal that, you know? I mean, I think he was on a one-way track because... If you notice before it fells out, he had like a pouch in his stomach, mm-hmm. you know, and at first I'm like, God, you, you know, what is that? But then, so obviously it was premeditated to hide it, to yeah. then... You know, he's not walking down the street flinging it right. around. Right, so he, there's some level of knowing right and wrong, or or right. who knows, if somebody 
maybe Tyler or somebody else who's involved was like said go do told this. him to do this yeah. and it's somebody that he trusts and so he's willing to do that and kind of listens to whoever told him to do that, to right. do that so I mean, at this know. you don't know yeah i feel like i don't know anything about the world right. after watching it this always show. <laughs> it always turns it on you so Ben's chasing him, drops the sweatshirt, and he runs into the water. And so Ben kind of rescues him essentially from drowning and takes him and he runs off again. And mm-hmm. so, and you know, Ben kind of catches like, oh, I want to grab that sweater though. Because Dave had asked Ben if he had a blue sweatshirt because Cornell asked him that. Right. And so, you know, you know that's a piece of evidence that she's looking for. And but every time Ben goes to touch something, I like. Cringe. Oh, every time I'm like, Stug, don't don't put your fingerprints don't touch on it. Anything like besides your food and your toothbrush, right? you know what I mean? Don't mess with stuff. Just turn it in. Yeah, just you know, kick it over with your foot. I don't know. I'm not a detective, Use a stick. but yeah, yeah, come on. I mean, his like, fingerprints rah. are everywhere, <laughs> everywhere like, on just, everything. He always just right picks it up, right? Put it down, Ben. It. That's my advice to you. Yeah, <laughs> Ben, stop running. Stop touching things. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> oh, but yeah, ben, when Ben brings um, Maddie back to Lisa, who's the mom, you know, she, I thought that was interesting because she was actually kind of welcoming to Ben that initial time, you know, I think she, yeah. she wasn't put off as most of the other neighbors and people that we've seen have mm-hmm. been, you know, she thanks him and is friendly as you can be when your son is like, has Frantic run way, off yeah. like that. Um, and, she, you know, he asks if she's got a, or no, after that, actually, he runs back, Ben runs back to the woods to try and find the jacket. And of course, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So but how, how is it gone? Well, as right? you learn later, there's somebody, someone involved who sure knows yeah. a lot and is keeping an eye on Ben. So they're seeing every move that's going down and yeah. covering their tracks or his tracks or whatever's going on. But we see Lisa has a busted lip and stuff, which definitely caught my attention at first. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, awful. And so Ben, with this whole sweatshirt thing, jacket, decides to go to the police station and tell Cornell that he found a bloody jacket that Maddie was carrying, but then when he went back, it was gone. Right. And I think it's like he's trying so desperately but everything that he's doing, I feel like, is backfiring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Cornell said, so you're coming to me with quote-unquote evidence, but you don't have the evidence. Right, and it's evidence that he knew she was looking, She's looking for, for. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's silly. Just he like just a little, keeps... it's, a, it's a full circle. You know, he's just going around and around and around, and I think stabbing himself a little bit, you know, each corner he turns, because, you know, at this point, since he's such a suspect, why does she have to believe that he even saw the jacket? Right. You know, there's yeah. there's no evidence. Well, that, she doesn't have to. Right. I mean, who knows? Yeah, that, if you don't have it, I mean, here's the Just thing. Just keep your mouth shut. During dude. the whole show, I keep being like, Ben, tell the police what's going on. If someone's vandalizing your fence or your car or whatever's happening, right. tell them, report it so it doesn't come back later and you're withholding evidence or whatnot. So on the one hand, I'm like, yes. You should tell the police what you saw, right. but then if you have nothing to then or, direct them to, or there's no actual evidence, maybe it's in the manner he's doing it. I don't know. I mean, because well, he's always so like, frantic he's and like so frantic and he's intense. Right. He comes off so crazy. Yeah, and it's just I don't know. It's just not going well for Ben Crawford. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> and he goes again back to the woods and finds Tyler. Finally, that just pops who, up. 
we've been waiting to see. And mm-hmm. last week we saw, you know, they showed a, a blip of the house and there's music happening, but it doesn't seem like anyone's home. Right. So, it you know, when it's just Lisa and Maddie, you're assuming, I think, last week that definitely Tyler's in there hiding somewhere. Totally. And so we see him, you know, smoking in the woods and seems kind of like a little bit of a problematic kid. To a certain extent, yeah, beers everywhere. We learn later from Dave, who learned from Nat that he's been in (laughs) rehab three times. Yeah, as it is, eighteen. Yeah, if that, like seventeen years old or something, which is seems pretty heavy for a kid in high school. Um, And and yeah, and on to Ben and Dave. It seems like they've definitely reconciled and stuff. And I thought it was my. I got a little nervous for Ben, which maybe we'll come back to haunt him when Dave's mm-hmm. talking about you know when he spills the beans about Tyler having gone to rehab he's like oh shoot I keep like spilling everyone's secrets I'm so bad with secrets gosh no one should ever tell me right. their secrets and then he's like oh except you I got your back buddy right I don't know there's something I'm I'm genuinely glad that him and Dave you know kind of reconciled and you know maybe Dave didn't sleep with Natalie or whatever it may be and but at the same time I just don't fully trust him. Mm-mm. There's something super off, like how he just kind of nonchalantly says things or asks things or, I don't know. I can't really put my finger on it, but I don't, I wouldn't say that I trust Dave or totally rule him out for not playing a huge part in I, this whole. I agree. I think we're still waiting to find out what exactly happened that night, and I think we will find that out. Mm-hmm. And I think that. Dave knows more than he's saying, because Ben even asked, you know, did I call Jess that night, or was I wearing a blue jacket, you know, right. and he's like, oh, I don't even remember. Right. I don't buy it. I don't either. I think he he knows a lot more about what happened that night than he's saying. I agree with you, because I think, I don't know if it was the first or second episode, but, you know, he kind of, he remembered that they took separate cabs, mm-hmm. or, you know, different things kind of yeah. kept falling so into place. So, for whatever reason, Ben was... Had a lot more to drink than Dave, or you know, doesn't remember. Or got but. drugged. I feel like he got drugged, See, I think and so it's too. trying to get pinned on him. Yeah. That's what I think is happening. Because I just, I think it's so bizarre. I mean, there's such a difference between like blacking out and. I mean, I don't know. There's, there's just something so weird why he doesn't remember anything. Right. Not a phone call. And then he was able not, to get up and go running the next day. I feel like... Right. Like I mean, I don't have much experience with, like, <laughs> date rape drugs or anything, right. but, like, when but, like, that I'm happens... I'm sure you're not going to be working out in the morning. Yeah. Right? Or even if you're, like, that wasted, you know? Right. So who knows what went on? It's weird. I'm, I'm eager to find out. <laughs> so, yeah. And then we... I really love... Ben and Abby's relationship. I think they're so sweet. Yeah, they're so sweet, and he's so tender toward her, and they have such a cute relationship. And she gets invited to a sleepover this episode, and I know it's really sad. And so they're talking about you know friends that are kind of not friends anymore, and they go to this party, and she made all these cookies to share with everybody, and the dad comes out and is like, "Oh, it was canceled. Didn't you get the email?" And And you knew the second he said that. Yeah, of course. Then all the little kids start poking their heads out, and they're there. So it's just, like, such a crappy thing to do to the kid, you know? And they're saying, you know, because of what happened at the Winter Festival or whatever it was that, you know, where she punched another kid for calling Ben names, which, girl, I think that, I mean, mean, defend your dad. Right. (laughs) I mean, I get, probably as a parent, you have to somehow take that, like, when they were... Afterwards, you know, when they're having their milkshakes or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, Abby, 
actions have consequences. Right. So I think that that was a really cool parenting moment to you know see that Ben's still trying to be a good father, but at the same time these are such outstanding circumstances that like it, that has to be hard to right. find the balance of being a parent, let alone being like, all right, that was. Thank you for standing up for me. You know what I mean? Right. Like we're yeah. a family and we're kind of in this together. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was such yeah. a good teaching moment for him with her. But, like, so crappy of the other parents to, like, band together and be like, oh, we don't want her coming right. because she hit that other boy. Right. Which, again, very unique situation that's going mm-hmm. on here. She's got a whole lot of crap going on with her family that, no, you don't excuse bad behavior, but maybe you don't, like, like, kick her God. out of the whole sleeping like sleepover right. party and in middle school you know how like world shattering that is you yeah know what I mean? For and maybe girls to be catty and mean and then the, you know to know that there is a secret discussion going on about you and your family mm-hmm. and then not allowing your child to like live oh, you know their so friday night mean. or whatever it is yeah that was, and with like the parents supporting like essentially bullying this little girl right. that way oh so sad and Come on, if you don't get a response to the email that the party is being canceled, wouldn't you want to avoid the awkwardness and maybe pick up the phone and call them just right. to confirm? Well, here's the thing. There's no email. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or when people are like, you didn't get my text? Or like, you yeah. didn't get my email? Right. Like, there was I mean, no I get text it. or it's email. It's a TV show. They want to make the <laughs> drama. But like, come on, parents. Try a little harder. <laughs> Uh, the next big moment is someone once again vandalizes their property and writes guilty on Christie's right. car. And so before, you know, they had, what was it, murder, child killer? Or something on the fence. Mur- yeah. Mur- child murder killer? Or mur- yeah, I murderer, think child, child killer. killer. Yeah. So. And so Ben doesn't want to report it. Of course. He wants to go to the police station for every other little right, thing and doesn't want to report to the police that. Station. <laughs> yeah. And and when something actually happens that you can tell them about, he's like, no, I don't want to. You right. know, it's going to raise more questions or right. whatever. And so Christy, which I'm proud she did, she's like, well, then I'm going to call the cops. Yeah. Because that kind of stuff, come on, buddy. Report like, that. They have to know what's If going someone's on. harassing you. That's repeated situations. So Ben again confronts Lisa about Tyler. And this, during the, I thought he just overdid it so much with this poor family. You know, goes and confronts them and is saying, like, the stuff about Tyler, you know, thinking he did, he vandalized the car in that sense. And then Ben keeps essentially accusing everybody of doing something. Right. Which, and he has to stop because, like we've been saying, everything's backfiring. Right. And it's making him look completely insane. Because mm-hmm. when you go around and just have these outbursts, like, he's not doing it in... With any sort of care. You know right. what I mean? Like, whether it's at the dinner party or at a function or waltzing in someone's house, you can't just go around pointing fingers at people. You know, it's not like, oh, you said this. This is about a murder. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's kind of, I mean, I can imagine the fear and everything inside of him, but it's almost like you have to take a step back and realize, you know, obviously he's telling his daughter that actions have consequences and he's running around the neighborhood just pissing people yeah, off. Yeah, he's like man and, who cried wolf. Right. I swear he's like he did it. He right. did it. He did it. So once he, when he actually has something good, no one is no going to believe, believe him. him. Yeah, I mean, Which I, I feel like might happen. Yeah, it's happening. You know, Cornell's like, please stop doing my job. Like you're doing an awful job. At right. It, you know. And, and she references a case that she worked before, where mm-hmm. a woman sent herself a letter. You know, some sort of letter totally. to make it look like she was getting stalked or something. And that woman ended up being the, the murderer. murderer. And which, in which, all fairness, this is looking like 
you know, he's doing it to himself. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, yeah. and that was a good parallel that Cornell kind of gave to kind of tell him to Easy. slow your roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to chill out because you're starting to go a little cuckoo. And I felt like Cornell throughout this whole episode was a little more of a real person. I feel like the last few, mm-hmm. she, she's been very, like, stone cold and you know, such a hard ass. And I think this time we definitely saw a few moments of her looking out for Ben. I think you so, know? too, which was kind of cool to see that dynamic, you know, especially when, and I'll get into it, but when the flashlights and that whole situation happened, she genuinely, I feel like she cared and wanted to protect right, him. You right. know, he was even kind of like, why do you care? Yeah. I think he was taken aback because he's so used to her breathing down his neck. And, you know, she's like, I need you to understand that this is serious, mm-hmm. you know, so let me kind of help you. And so I did think that that was, like, a cool character, yeah. you know, twist, I guess you could say, for them to show. Yeah, I agree. It's it's bringing more depth to her character, mm-hmm. for sure. And I like that she's starting, not necessarily to believe Ben, but a bit more sympathetic to him. And, and yeah. yeah, let's talk about the flashlight yeah, situation. <laughs> so he sees a trail of blood going to his garage and then opens the door. Oh, and both of us while watching, we're like, don't touch the door. Don't touch the handles. Don't touch anything. And he pins in the code to open the garage. It opens up, which he probably... I don't know if do you open the garage when that happens, or do you go back through the house and I don't like know. peek in? I mean, I definitely thought I have to say I thought there was a body, or there was just oh, yeah. something, or the one flashlight awful. got unwrapped yeah, and was like, just sitting there. Like, I I wasn't gonna go with flashlights because the blood threw me off, but um, yeah. So there's like 20 flashlights all which is just in so a row, creepy. so all the same flashlight, creepy. Yeah, and so Cornell you know, basically is taking that very seriously. And mm-hmm. and she got a text, which appeared to be from Ben, which wasn't, he right. said. And so she's pretty much like, you know, this is a very serious threat. And she comes mm-hmm. back later and tells him, you know, we did a threat assessment and this is legit. You know, whoever did this knows that the news teams are going to be there from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So right. they did it so everyone would They've see. They've been watching. Yeah, they knew how yeah. to hack into your garage. They knew how to hack into your phone or however to send me that message. You right. know, they're paying very close attention to what's going Which on. Which is terrifying. That means that someone is literally watching him and his family yeah, and they just have no move. idea. You know, did they steal the jacket back? Right. And how do they know the garage code? Right. There's a lot of questions I have, and I need someone to answer all of them. I know. It's very stressful. Always more questions, more secrets, and more lies lies. every week. Uh, So, again, back to Lisa and Maddie and um, Tyler. So, Ben goes over there again to talk. Of course. course. He went there like four times. I was like, good good Lord, man. (laughs) Leave this poor family alone. And he's like diving in to, Mm -hmm. to Maddie, which I felt like was a little... It made me uncomfortable, definitely, because you can tell that this poor kid is in it's distress. so uncomfortable. Yeah, so uncomfortable. Doesn't completely comprehend what's going mm-hmm. on. And he's like, who did it? Where's the sweatshirt? What, what do and you know? And he's just digging through things. I, uh, yeah. I felt like he needed to approach that a little more calmly, given, you know, whatever Right. He's just Maddie's so condition frantic is. 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. So he's so frantic. And he sees that the house is torn apart. I mean, you know, we've Lisa's got the busted lip, the house, like, there's broken stuff everywhere. But and how sketchy? Super sketchy. He's like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Like, the stairs are very broken. Very weird. The lamps are on the floor. Yeah, you know? and, so, and so we learn that ever since Tom's death, you know, that Maddie needs strict structure and stuff to feel comfortable and, and all that. And ever since, like, the news crews and all that, he's been acting out and been 
violent, you know, and as evidenced by the whole house and her lip and all that stuff. And so Ben, of course, is like, he did it then, you know, and accuses Maddie of doing something, you know, probably not intentionally, but accuses him of, of probably doing something bad. And we also learn when he's at the house that Tyler is there hiding out because he you know what got drunk and drove and and got in an accident and then ditched the car we later find out nothing really bad happened like he hit some mailboxes mailboxes. or whatever but he decides to turn himself in which i think was again with the theme of like owning up to your responsibilities Mm -hmm. or your actions which has kind of been present this episode so that was good to see and i think ending the episode i didn't really feel like tyler was a suspect anymore definitely in the beginning i was like oh this kid's gonna give us a lot of juicy stuff do you believe um, when Lisa was saying you know, that Maddie has been acting out since the news cruise? Like, do you believe that whole chunk of story? I'm sure that he's acting out like he, it's elevated. Whatever's yeah. going on. Like, did you believe her when, she, when Lisa was saying? Yeah, that? but I don't believe her that he's not violent. I mean, clearly stuff's broken. Like, you know, right? I, so I just feel like if stuff like that is broken. I understand if maybe it happened this morning, but I also think that it's kind of crazy that all that stuff is broken, nothing's picked up, mm-hmm. nothing's fixed, so it's almost like either it's an ongoing thing for whatever reason, every day something right. gets broken, or like I just feel like that that's extremely strange that nothing was fixed or picked up. Or yeah, like, or if he went like on a terror and just ran through right. the house and destroyed everything in a matter of five minutes. Right, like five minutes before Ben walked in. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think that... And with the timing of things, you know, Ben keeps going over there, which probably stresses him out a lot more. So we right. don't know how like close those instances yeah. were. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I wanted to believe her, but I just... Like, the whole interaction between Lisa and Ben and Tyler was Mm -hmm. just so strange. You know, you could tell one was trying to cover up for the other, but then this was coming out and, like... Yeah, I don't... It was just a weird course of conversation. Right. That I feel like it didn't really all mesh together. Yeah, and I... So, I ended up believing Tyler more. I still feel like Maddie could have been involved in some way accidentally. He has because of jacket. what we've seen. Yeah, he has the jacket. Right. Though, we do learn from Cornell, because when Ben <laughs> says, I think Matt's the killer, Cornell says that his GPS bracelet put him in bed. Though, hey, but doesn't can, that mean can you can that, take it off? But that's what I'm thinking. Right. You could probably take that off. How do you know he was wearing it? Right. You don't. So. Yeah, I just. Th- when still they, when she said I don't that, believe the mom. No. I don't believe her Talk about all. a lot of secrets and lies. Lisa, homegirl's <laughs> got a lot of lies going on. Yeah. But when Cornell said the GPS thing, I was like, wait, yeah. that's just such a, that's almost like a red light. Because I just feel like, you know, it's not injected in his body. Like someone or him or who, right. whatever Right, it's not happened. like a dog GPS right. tracker like, thing. Like, you can take microchip. that off. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not in his soul. So Right. So that's not know. a completely legitimate thing. Location, like you can't like just proof. throw it to the side. Yeah. Uh, I don't which know. would be a really good way to frame somebody or put it on someone else if you can right. just swi- slip that little right. bracelet and off there. Like, no, it's here. Yeah. So Cornell again comes to the house, but this time with Cooper, Nat's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. Right. They're and done. that he is the vandal. He's the one that painted on the fence. He's the one that messed with the car. All this stuff, which I almost felt like that was not that he's not like he's covering for someone else. I th- it was just so random. It, yeah, it seemed like, very. Why did weird. they make that Cooper? 
Yeah, you know what he, I mean? was, he was pissed because Ben wouldn't let him not see him. Right. So, so, okay, doing that kind of crap, and then, yeah, you came forward and, you know, admitted what you did, but how's that going to make her want to go out with you anymore? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's just, like, a Teenagers. dumb teenage boy. <laughs> yeah, like, if that's just, um, I'm going to ride on your car, stupid thing. Like, yeah. I'm going to at your house. I don't know. But there was just... Yeah. That was just kind of so random to me. Like, I totally forgot that Cooper existed in this show. You know what I mean? And then for him to show up and be like, I've been vandalizing your property. Yeah. That's just, it was very strange. Bizarre. I feel like there would be different ways of, I mean, I don't know. If you're a teenage kid and you wanted to get at your wannabe girlfriend's parents, maybe that you do that. That's easy, an easy jab (laughs) at him. Yeah, he's just high and just painting on cars and... He's like, ha ha, got you, Mr. Crawford. Right. But I don't know. That was just kind of <laughs> random. It was so, it was so weird. <laughs> oh, Cooper. So at the end, we have a very, well, actually, before we get to that, let's talk about Ben. We already mentioned that Ben goes to Chrissy's office to kind of try and catch her in the act, mm-hmm. which we thought he was going to. And they have a pretty intense conversation there. You know, he, he's like, tell me what you want because he's, clearly suspects that she's cheating on him Mm -hmm. and wants to kind of get an answer one way or the other. And I thought that was really well written. I think they repeated the five-year-old's dead thing a little, like, too much. Totally agree. But I thought that that part was well written and, you know, explaining kind of the complexity of what she's going through right now. She's like, you know, I want to be furious. I want to be crying and upset and so pissed at you because you cheated Mm -hmm. on me. And had a baby with another woman, (laughs) but I can't be mad because that's nothing compared to someone's child having been murdered, which is true. It's nothing compared to that, but it still is something and it's still really crappy for her. So it's, I thought they did a good job of kind of showing her position on that. And she kind of ends it with like, I hate you, but I also love you. Mm -hmm. And you're the suspect in a five-year-old's murder who happened to be your son. son. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I th- I agree with you. That that whole chunk was really well written. And yeah. I think for the first time, um, we kind of were, like, on Christy's sides. And, mm-hmm. You know, we're kind of like, wow. You know, I think we've been watching her. She's been stone cold and, like, a little bitchy here and harsh there. And what is she doing? And where is she going? And why doesn't she have Ben's back or whatever? But that was, I think that was really heavy. And I think in those moments, that was cool to kind of be like, wait, of she's right and I can't imagine feeling all those things or being in her position you know what I mean like what do you, like what do you do if you are Christy you oh, know what man. I mean neither yeah. of them are perfect but like what do you do yeah she's coping in her own way yeah. I guess which may include sleeping a with client? a client <laughs> <laughs> no but I'm glad, I'm glad that they showed that little blurb yeah I thought that was great and so the end we see Ben getting into his truck in the parking garage. Which is so sketchy as soon as I saw the empty parking garage. Yeah, empty parking garage. I'm like, scary movie. Yeah. Like, so they're like, got nervous. I'm like, I'm sweating, I'm sweating. What's happening? And he gets a text from an unknown number that says, you will pay for your sins. Right. And I kind of thought it was going to, like, end there, maybe. Really? Yeah. Well, and this, and the radio goes off. As soon off. as the radio went off, I'm like, yeah. talk about sweating. I was like, I feel like it was happening like, to me. Oh you know? no, someone's in his car. Someone's in his yeah. car. They're going to strangle him or yep, like dead. break the glass. Yeah. Something crazy is going to happen. Yeah. So radio is off. Lights go off. Parking garage lights go off. So again, I we're mean, we're back to whoever 
most I mean I'm assuming it's the same person who messed with the garage and put all those flashlights in there because that's a very high level of being able to mess with somebody which is exactly what Cornell said you know she's like whoever is following you or watching you or whatever you know she's like they're very highly skilled and like they know what they're doing yeah it's like rake someone's car like that I mean he's no joke or she's no joke no it's oh yeah and yeah so that it was intense I thought this episode was great I mean, Very I love intense. the show. I, I, think, think it's, I think it's so cool to, like, be on your toes all the time. You know, it's like watching a really cool mystery movie. And right. Not I'm super into it, so. Yeah, not yeah. knowing what way it's going to go. And every week, I feel like they lead us down a different path. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. So Every I, few minutes, my mind changes. So yeah. I think, I think it's cool. I think they're doing a great job. So what do we, and actually, in, in another interview I was reading, or maybe the same one with Katie Strickland, mm-hmm. they were talking about, because as I'm sure everybody knows, there is a Secrets and Lies Australian show, which was the original, and right. they remade the Secrets and Lies that we're all watching on ABC, <laughs> but they, the Australian version, I believe, had six episodes, and our ABC version has eight, so we've got a little bit more, and in... Interviews I'd read with um, Barbie Klingman, who developed the show, the Australian version for U.S., she said that, you know, ABC really wanted them to ramp up the secrets and ramp up the lies, which I think they definitely are delivering on. Yeah. Yeah. And also that in the interview with Katie that I was reading, she they're talking about spoilers and stuff. So if people watch the Australian, because I haven't watched the Australian version of the show because I didn't want to have anything spoiled for me. I have Did to you? tell you, so I, um, and when I missed last week, sorry guys, I was catching up on the episode today, and I was on, I thought maybe it was on Netflix, you know, so I got on Netflix, <gasps> on like Secrets and Lies, and I clicked on it, because it's the same thing, you know what yeah. I mean? And I started watching a few minutes, like, and I was who are these people? so, <laughs> genuinely, you guys, I was sitting there just like so confused, yeah. But no, I clicked out right away because I realized like, that no, it was a no. Like, don't tell me anything. <laughs> yeah. So they have this whole other version, which I'm not watching until after ABC Secrets and Lies is done because I don't want I don't want to mess anything up. I right. want to be right there in the moment with all the secrets, all the lies, not knowing <laughs> what happened. But Katie said so. The interviewer asked her, you know, if somebody's watched the Australian version, will mm-hmm. they like, you know, will they? miss out on the ABC version? Will it all be spoiled and, like, all the answers there for them? And she said no, that they totally changed it. Like, that they filmed, I think, um, that various alternate endings. So, like, a handful of different endings. And she said that she didn't even know which one they were going with for the end of the show. But that's cool. Which I think is so cool. Who knows if that's true and if she knows or not. (laughs) But that's so cool because you don't want that stuff to... To get out, and especially no. if there's already a show that is the same show, mm-hmm. essentially, you know, you it's fun to be able to play with it that way and kind of yeah. put your own spin on it. So yeah. I'm very excited to eventually watch the original show and then see how happen. be able to compare the two yeah. together too. So very we'll exciting, yeah. So anything else about today's episode that we should cover? I feel no, like we, think, we got through it all. I think we're good. What about some predictions for next week? Now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right. I don't know that I have any concrete predictions, really, at this point. I feel like I'm always, every week, I'm like, they're the killer. They're the killer. What about them? (laughs) I don't know. Like, this show, like I said, every time I say something, I am just so wrong. 
But, um, so I actually don't really know what to say. I don't know what to think. I do think, though, um, what is Tom's father's name? Um, the army. Why am I forgetting you his guys, name? I don't remember. Why am I blank? I'm totally forgetting his name. Ar- anyways, I, I don't think that, like, he's out. I think he's definitely yeah. coming back, and I just do feel like he plays a larger role in this. Scott. 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 Oh, and the um, notes. Good call. <laughs> so I, all I'm going to say is I think Scott comes back. I don't know how or why or in what manner, but that's my okay. prediction. Okay. And besides that's, that, I, like that I got one. nothing. So we, we see in the, like, preview for next week, right at the end of the show, that Ben goes after the reporter. So... Yeah, because that guy's such a jerk. I know. I mean, that was really smart of him to do to get info and stuff, but so but, like, shady. That was such a shady thing. So I'm very thing. curious to find out why. Does he mm-hmm. leak another story? Maybe? Yeah, maybe it's something. That's, that's, I feel like he could potentially leak something else about, maybe about Ben's family. Family, that's what I And think that so. would push Ben to just go lose on his him. mind. Though we, he's like losing his mind already and going yeah, to everyone's houses <laughs> and confronting them. So it could be for barely anything right. at this point. Um, and then we learn that Ben has a stalker, which obviously we kind of get with the flashlights, right. the car locking and all that stuff. And that he like gets kidnapped and he's like he's in like a cage a teacher, and like being torture. like water tortured. Totally That's, not a direction I saw things going in. I mean, that in. is serious. I don't know how it's going to play out, obviously, because we haven't seen the episode yet, but that's, like, kind of a whole other a level, whole and I just road. don't know how I feel about yeah, that Yeah, I don't right know. Now. We're going to have to see. I, I feel a little skeptical about, I like, a kidnap-torture situation. Right. I definitely like the stalker angle or being framed Super, thing, yeah. but, like, the kidnapping, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll see. But I do, I do think the reporter... I think he's gonna something. do something about their family more specifically. Right. That's kind of where I'm seeing. There yeah. we go. What do you guys think? What do you guys all think is gonna happen? Comment on the YouTube video below. Tweet us what you think is gonna happen. Thank you so much again for tuning in with us this week. Be sure to check back next week. I am Lauren Salon, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere at <laughs> Lauren Salon. That's L A U R E N S A L A U N. Chelsea, where can everyone find you online? I hope you guys have a good week. Um, let's see. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at cbreach, C-B-R-I-C-H-E. Awesome. Thanks for watching, everybody. Bye, From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.